Hello and welcome to Sir Thriver Unleashed. I'm Reno Romano, your host and a Sir Thriver and advocate for survivors of child sexual abuse and sexual assault. This show is all about the endless positive possibilities of Sir Thriving after sexual abuse. So let's get started with today's program. guest today is Renee Jones. She holds a master's degree in mental health counseling. She's an author, a speaker, and she's sharing her personal experience and 20 years clean from crack. Bravo, lady. Yeah. A family therapist helping families one at a time, and she is a surf thriver of domestic yes. violence and human trafficking. Welcome, Renee. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm awesome. excited to have you. Just excited to have you. Ah, so how are things going today? You know what? Everything started off hectic and a little crazy, but I had to bring myself back and start my day over. So now it's beautiful. I'm having a wonderful uh, day. So share just briefly... So you're a, a survivor of domestic violence and human trafficking. So when did that start and when did you decide to get a, a help for that? Were you able to leave or, you know, tell me just a little bit about that, just so we get a, a reference. Uh, domestic violence started first and it was with um, my ex-husband. It was in 19, uh, 1982. So that lasted like three or four years. It was really rough. Um, I was hospitalized a few times. The last time when I did leave after three years of abuse, um, I was found out in the alley beaten half to death and I was hospitalized and had multiple surgeries and it all was from my ex-husband. At that particular time, then I left. Um, after he went to jail and different things happened and I left, I ended up stepping into a uh, human trafficking. And what happens is I was looking for love, but the mistake was I was looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> and a lot yeah, of us we've do all that. done that, I think. <laughs> a lot of us, you know, we, it happens. And I went into um, human trafficking. I started off thinking, oh, he loves me. He's buying me the little dollar pillows from the dollar store and there were little roses and we go to Red Lobster because Red Lobster was the place to go back then. You go to Red right. Lobster, you were doing something. Oh, yeah. And um, it ended up to one thing to the next thing and then it ended up to being sold to the next highest bidder. Oh, I'm and so glad you're out of that. Out, thank you. And getting out of that was very, very difficult, very long. But um, I was expedited back home to Ohio and to my mom and my family, and um, I end up staying out. So I really haven't heard or seen that person since then. So I don't know what happened. He left me locked up. I don't know where he went, what happened. And that was my cue. And I didn't turn around. I stayed gone. You go, girl. And you've done so much since then. And that was, when were you able to leave that situation? Um. <laughs> Yes, you know, I, I left that situation and um, I was lost, basically, because right. I never received any help. No one, and what happens and what I'm working on now, the police and the task force and other agencies, 
they will arrest the people and they will arrest your offenders or your traffickers, but they leave you stranded without resources. So I didn't know where to go or what to do. And I started working in a bar because all I knew was how to sell, how to talk slick, you know, and how to kind of manipulate. Street was, smarts. We call it street smarts, smart, baby. Yes, yeah. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Wrong. Uh-uh. But see, today I use street smart and book smart and put it together so I can help those. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, and I end up um, finding work uh, legally and unlegally and uh, working in bars and clubs in Cleveland, Ohio. Because I didn't know anything else. I didn't have a career. Um, I didn't have any skills. So I was lost. I was lost out there. No one told me what to do. They just said, oh, girl, you'll be okay. Mm. Oh, if you need help, ask me. But then when I ask them, they don't know what to do. Hopefully that is changing nowadays, it, definitely. Yes, we are all working on it. So, well, then you must have gotten help on your own because you ha- you hold a master's degree in mental mm-hmm. health counseling. I do. And what happened was when I left, um, I was selling drugs up at the bar over the counter because um, I was the bartender and I ended up being the bar manager. So I was selling weight and I had people working for me. Oh. Um, and a big bus came out and everything um, started happening. And I knew I had to do something to change. I left Cleveland and moved to Birmingham, Alabama. And, and I tried to find my niche. I didn't know what my niche was. Because again, I, everything I did was in the street. So I asked myself, oh, no, I'm sorry, a customer, you know, you'd be a cashier and target right. wherever I was and, and talking to the customers. And she said, oh, what are you going to do? You're not going to do this forever. And I thought about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so right. What am I going to do? I wanted to help someone. What happened was it was um, a fight. I remember this so clearly. Um, I was leaving from work and I was a cashier at the Target store in the Target Super Targets in Alabama, and um, I saw this girl, and this gentleman was beating her and arguing with her, fighting her, mm. and it brought back so much memory and flashbacks that he pulled her in the car. So I don't know what happened or why I did this, but I made a U-turn and I went over there and I started talking to her, and he started yelling and screaming at me, and he pushed me. It was a whole big thing, and I mm. knew then my calling was to help people. So I decided to go to school because the way I wanted to help, I wanted to help in a negative way back then in the streets. Okay. If you hit her, you don't hit me. All that kind of mess. And I, oh, I, I got you, sister. <laughs> I got you. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't going down like this. So I, <laughs> I had to figure it out. How can I get you talking to myself and talking about this gentleman who I'm watching beat this lady, pushed me down and I'm trying to jump him. Don't even know these people. And I'm like, I'm going to get you. I don't know how, but I'm going to get you and those just like you. That's when I realized it's time for me to go to school and learn. Oh my goodness, lady. Wonderful for you. Because there's always an upside. And and the reason I want to do these podcasts and talk to Sir Thrivers like you is because we can turn our life around. We don't have to stay stuck in that abuse. And yes. people say, you know, oh, well, don't let your past define you. And you know what I say? I say, oh, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Because I focus on the courage, strength and tenacity it took to per- persevere during and after what I went through. 
So yeah, my past does define me. It's all in how we look at it. Would you That's agree? That's true. That's of course I agree. And of course I you do. Clients, I tell my clients today, like I tell my clients and other women that I work with or may find me on Facebook, and I would tell them, you know what? Look in the rearview mirror, just glance at it, but don't stay there because you're not back there no more. Just yeah, remember like where it was. Remember what it looked like. Look at that rearview mirror and then come on out and move forward and keep moving and keep moving. Every now and then, just take a look at the rearview mirror. Then take a look at the mirror on the side or on the left and then <laughs> on the right and figure out which way you want to go and what you want to do. Once you put that together, you ain't going to need those mirrors no more. You're going to keep going, moving straight ahead. I love it. You're so awesome, Renee. <laughs> That's just awesome. And you're just so full of life. And that and and that's the other thing I want to show victims and survivors what life can look like after trauma. Because we don't you know have what, to, girl, we don't have to I, stay stuck there, do we? No, we don't. I've I've had um a female die in front of me. I've been shot, been stabbed, been beaten half to death several times. I've been raped, put out, um, been homeless, lights turned off, not knowing how to feed my kids. All of that. I've done it all. I've always tell someone when they say, oh, my story is so different. It can't be no more different than mine, honey. I've been there, done that. But here's the thing. When we do it and we keep waking up the day, the next day, it's a reason that we continue to wake up the next day. I could have been dead and gone a long time ago, several times. But God continued to open up some doors for me. And I love walking in doors. I don't care. I have that strength. I had that courage. It, it was like, oh, my. Just keep moving forward. It hurts. You feel lonely. Don't nobody want to talk to you. They don't understand. I don't care. It's not for them. It's for you. Just keep moving forward. Just and then, keep moving now, forward. And, and that, was, that was it for me. That was it for me. Love and respect. I'm the most important person. Keep moving forward. Take a look in the rearview mirror every now and then so I won't forget. And then go help somebody. Because it always feels awesome. good when you help someone. Well, you are awesome. You are the picture perfect of a true survivor because you're not ashamed of your past and you use your story to help others. So you're a family therapist. What, what, how do you help families and in what capacity? My, uh, my family is mental health and, um, Mainly, I do in-home therapy, but now, of course, with our friend COVID still around, we do it Zoom and different other little ways that Virtually. I will find them. And at-risk families. But however, don't please don't misunderstand at-risk. A lot of times when I say at-risk, people say, oh, they're game bangers or they drug dealers or it's low-income families. I have uh, a doctor, a great attorney who I will not mention, very well-known in Florida, and a couple of other people who live in beautiful homes so fighting me out to their boat and everything that is offering my assistance to come in and help structure that family. And it's always either the teenagers because they don't understand no more. And it's just different. Life is different. And it comes from, I believe I have that connection because of my experience. It's a certain language that you use when you have a certain life experience. Right. You know, and you have both parents working and you get lost and it's normal and that's okay. So I go in and I um, kind of build them up and, and give them some tools to use and, and I work with them. I don't want my clients to say, well, okay, we'll see you next week. No, because if it's a problem between this Thursday and next Thursday, I allow my clients to call me, to text me. And if it's, I think it's an extreme emergency that you need me to help you walk, walk you through it, then that's when I will respond. So um, that's what I do. And I use uh, cognitive behavior therapy along with 
other technical skills that I've learned. And mainly part of them, <laughs> I'll use nothing but my life experiences. I am thrilled to talk to you because you just, like I said, you are the picture of Sir Thriver and I love it. And I, and that's, you know, to see you bubbly, you have such a personality. I love it. You know, I was stuck in my story for so many years and, and I played that victim card, but I got tired. I got tired of being angry and I got tired of being ashamed of crimes I didn't commit. So I got help too. So Good for you. Um, you've written a book. What's it called? You want to show me? Yes, it's called Mama Ain't Teach Me That. Oh, I love it. I love the co- cover, too. That's yeah, awesome. It, let me explain the book. The hand is for stop, and the heart is because my clean date. I, I'm also recovering at it with 20 years clean, and I got clean on February the 14th, 2000, Valentine's Day. But everyone else was running around looking for love and buying chocolate and buying flowers and cars. I was running around looking for help. What my book talk about. My book talk about my true, my, it's a true story about my life on how I got into it, how I got out of it. And with at least 30 to 80 or so different referrals, that should refer that's easy to, to use. I always tell uh, people when I talk to them that if you purchase my book and you need to escape and you have seen my book laying around, don't if you don't grab nothing but this book, you'll have every number in the back for help in this book. Oh, that's awesome. Because one thing about an abuser and a trafficker, they're not going to pick up this book. But if you are a victim and you need help and you want to get out and you order and have my book laying around and he want to drag you down the street, let him drag you. Just grab the book because with first phone you get to, there are numbers in the back of the book. That's awesome to have those resources. Yeah. I have resources on my, on my webpage too, on my website. It, it, it's awesome to have resources. So good for you. I'm just, I, I was looking forward to having this conversation with you. So what do you do? So we're, we're out of that negativity. What do you do to keep yourself on a positive state? Now, I know we all have ups and downs. We're not happy every day. We, life happens. But what do you do, Renee, when, when you find yourself or what do you do daily to maybe help keep you on a positive track that you can share with the listeners? Florida. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and it was really hard there. And I also have um, deal with depression and anxiety. So now in Florida, I love the water. I love the mm. ocean. I don't care what part of, of the ocean or water it is. That just does something to me. And it refocus me and recharge me. I have a Yorkie. Her name is Justice. And she's my baby. And she brings so much joy and life into my heart. My fiance and I, we do our little field, we call them field trips. I'm like, I want to go on a field trip, you know, especially <laughs> when I'm feeling down or he'd notice it and say, come on, babe, let's go for a ride. And we just ride. I love to just do little things like that. I'm not one of the ones that have to just get on a plane and rest. We all don't have nothing to do. I'm bored. I'm depressed. It's plenty to do. But this part, the struggle and the hardest part is getting up doing it. That's the hardest part. Sometimes I don't yeah. want to get up and do it, but I know I have to. So I use my mental state and I push myself mentally. What would you say to such and such? What would you say to Brianna? What would you say to Felicia? You need to go on and do it. But after you talk to yourself, and it's okay to talk to yourself. 
after you talk as to long yourself, as you don't answer back <laughs> oh yes and that's what they say that's that's what i do and i'm always creating i love to create something and i find myself sometimes helping others more than i help me and I'm working on that part. So I don't want you all to think, oh, okay, maybe I should do that. I'm working on that. We all have something to work on every day. My skill is work on what you're doing. Don't worry about what they're doing. Because I want to, oh, this is a good idea. Oh, this is a good idea. Oh, let's do it this way. Oh, let's put on this conference. Oh, let's do that. So I have my hands right now in a few projects of my own that's keeping me focused and busy. And I love it. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think keeping busy and have something that you can create and look forward to because I get stuck in a rut. I'm just like everybody else, even though I'm a coach, you know, and a speaker and a podcaster, I come off positive in in these, but I do share that I get stuck and um, I love, it is hard to ask for help. It is hard to get up when you're depressed to do anything, but I like to share this quote by Mark Twain, and and he said, um, the best way to cheer yourself up is go cheer somebody else up. That's it. And I like so I like to volunteer. I mean, now that we're we're not able to at this point, but when you're able to get out and volunteer and do for others, you know, that I think that helps with depression and it, it helps your so mental so state. It, it does. It's part it of self-care. So you know, when, when we do help others, it's part of self-care. And uh, like I always like to say, self-care is not selfish. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if it's five people in a room and I'm in there and all five is going through something, if I have one person, I've done what I was sent there to do. I may not be able to reach all five, but I will reach one. And right. reaching that one person always does something to me. It Knowing that that person lived another day, survived, changed their life, willing to even think about what I talked about, yeah, I said for the rest of the week. So, all right, so Renee, you know, it's it's so important. Yeah, we get down. Uh, it's it's self care is important. When did you get your degree? When did you finish and your master's? May of two thousand seventeen. Wow. So you're just, yeah, just a couple of years now. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. And so you have eye in community counseling. Is that your business or do you? Yes. That's your business? That's, that's my business in community counseling. And I love it. And see, that's what I want to show other survivors. What is possible after trauma? You can write a book or not. You can start your own business or not. I want to ask you a question and I ask this to all of my guests. Are you happy today? Are you happy in your life now? I am. I get stuck sometimes, but yes, I am very happy. That's good. And happiness is a choice. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely is. I'd rather be here than where I was. Oh, every day, every day I'm going to a different higher height. Well, my goodness, lady, I know it's hard to ask for help. I know it was for me. And, but when I did, you know, the, the gentleman that answered the phone, cause I called a crisis line and he was very kind and calming and he made me feel proud that I asked mm-hmm. for help. And that's what I want people to know. Get help, get healed, get happy. Cause you can't. And yeah, I'm not happy every day. Right. Are you? No, no, no. But uh, that's life. We don't stay stuck there and we have things in place that we can do to help keep us going in a positive 
in a positive mode. So I'm glad you like to go to the beach. Do you still write? Or are you going to write another book, do you think? Oh, you know what? I've been asked that question and I haven't thought about it. I want to, maybe I may do a journal, a daily journal on survivors. There you go. Yep. Yep. I did that. My Thrive Journal. So yes. that they can get that on Amazon. Yeah. So uh, yeah, do that. It There's not enough journals out there. And Exactly. I think affirmations, daily affirmations, daily writings is what helps keep me positive. So I like to do that That's as true. well. Do you work with individuals or do you work with families as a whole? Or I work individuals and family as a whole. I'm also certified with the state of Florida and the DCF as a parenting, um, to do parenting classes as a parenting coach. So I um, work with the court system for that as well. And um, yeah, so that's basically what I do. I do my therapy individual as a family as a whole. And I do parenting classes. That's awesome. So when you made up your mind that you were going to do something to help, we just lost John Lewis. And he said, we're going to get in trouble, but it's going to be good trouble. Yes. I love that quote. So you're getting in good trouble, girl. I love it. The best trouble I can ever be in. (laughs) That's right. Make it good trouble. I love it. So good for you. And even though we've both gone through counseling and we've gotten help, would you think, I know that sometimes I get stuck and I might go back for counseling or help. You know, I think continuing to prime our mind for success is important. Keep going, get help, talk to a friend. I've done um, hypnosis and tapping is a, a method that I use sometimes. What else would you like to share with the audience today? Do you have a show that, or, or do you have a program that you talk to people? I do. I have a program, and it's called the uh, Hope Speak Live. Okay. And it's, uh, it's also on my Facebook page, uh, Hope Speak. That's how you all can find me as well. And I would give you a contact number and my email address before we end. But also, let me uh, say this, mostly all therapists, and counselors have a therapist of their own. It's okay. Do not believe the old lie, okay? Do not believe what goes on in this house stays in this house. That's dead. It's over. Stick a fork in it. It's done. Right now, we as women and men, we need that extra push. It's hard trying to push a big basket of apples alone. You need that extra push and encouragement, and it's okay to get it. It's okay to get it. It's okay to ask. You know, if you don't know who to ask or how to ask, contact one of us. We'll direct you. We'll exactly. Help. You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, or our website. Yeah. And I and can you tell us where what your website is too? My website is www.ncommunitycounseling.org.com.com. Okay, .com. cool. I'll put that I'll put that in the show notes and I'll put it up here. Um, as well when we go through editing, but Hope Speaks is your page on Facebook. They can find you there. No S. No S on the end. Just speak. Hope Speak. Okay, great. I'm glad you clarified that. Thank you. (laughs) Hope Speak. I like that. How often do you do your live shows? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. And then sometimes it just depends based on my guests. I'm willing to do another show show and willing to you know break it up if need be because if it's something that I know my audience wants to hear and the public needs to know I'm putting it out there my uh slogan is that we stop stigma we speak hope and we speak up in your community 
Oh, I like that. Say that again. We stop stigma. We speak hope and we speak up in your community. Oh, I love that, Renee. That's beautiful. So no matter when it, what you want to talk about, if it's about helping the community, helping someone else, educating us and giving us hope and showing us how to drive, yeah. contact me. I love it. Hope Speak and InCommunityCounseling.com. That is awesome. Thank you. So, all right. Do you have a favorite quote you'd like to share with people? You know, um, I say the same thing all the time. And that's um, the just for today. And I love that one. And I always use the, um, oh my gosh, it's, it's a couple of others that I always use as well. But the main one that I like, oh, can I think of it right quick? Uh, oh, it's the guy grant me the serenity mm. to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom, the wisdom to know the difference every day, all day, and you'll be okay. Oh my goodness, I love that one too. Yeah, that's awesome. So besides your book, Mama Ain't Teach Me That, I can't wait to and check it out. And I love the I love the cover and the meaning with the hand and the heart. That's really cool. Do you have another book that you would recommend to our listeners? Or is there is do you have a book that you've read that's maybe one of your favorites other than yours? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, besides your book, I've read uh, several different books, but I don't really have a favorite because I'm always picking up some type of motivational book. I'm a a motivational book person. I don't have a favorite, but I have plenty of them. <laughs> they all they all be good. I can't figure out which one I really, really like. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Renee, I'm I'm just so pleased to have you here today. Is there one last thought you'd like to give to our to our audience before we wrap up? Yes. Remember this if you don't remember anything else. You can win. You are a survivor. You can thrive. And I would like for you to look in that rearview mirror, glance at it, but keep moving forward. And remember this. You are the most important person. Yes, you are important. You are. You may not think you are, but you are very important. And you're important to me. Thank you. Well, there's no one like us. I mean, you're unique. I'm unique. Those listeners, you are unique. There's no one like you and we need you. We all have a gift to give if I can help one person. So we offer our stories as gifts. We offer our experience. How it's received is up to them. And hopefully it does touch a life. So I want to thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I enjoy. Thank you all for allowing me to be here. You are, you're so much fun. I just love your energy. <laughs> and that's what I want to portray on this show and this podcast, what life can be after trauma. So thanks again, Renee, for being here. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, Sir Thriver. Thank you for being here. I love you. I wish you peace, love, and ciao for now.